Welcome back to Black Hoodie Alchemy, folks. I'm your host, Anthony Tyler, and we're here initially broadcasting on the Fringe FM. Thank you for joining me. So, all of this month of uh, February, and some outliers as well, um, we've been doing a bit of an event. I like to think of it like, if you're familiar, you know, before this fucking digital era of just it, at least the the feel of going into something like a comic shop and then seeing that all the marvel titles or all the dc titles etc are focused on this one big event and 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 it keeps that focus for a little bit and it's interconnected that's kind of what's been going on here except a lot weirder See, in episode 14, we met a Tippy Patson, Redneck Mystic Extraordinaire. And in episode 30, we learned that from his um, press, if you will, uh, from episode 14, Tippy Patson actually found people who were willing to take him up on his offer. And his offer was this. Join me in the Everglades and we will wrestle the Illuminati shape-shifting reptilian gators and uh, essentially save humanity from these ETs. And some people have said that Tippy sounds like me, just with like a deeper voice that might be slightly modulated uh, with a Southern accent. And it's a, it's a conspiracy theory. And just like when people say that I sounded like some of these other members of Tippy Patson's crew, uh, it's also a conspiracy theory. Baseless accusations. And I will not stand for it. So Tippy Patson came back 14 and 30. And he introduced Apex Monsoon, who we now know is reportedly um, a cosmic ghost pirate who is trapped in a uh, ship in a bottle that Tippy made. Sort of like a genie. And by the way, they all came up with these nicknames. Tippy, as soon as all these people came out to the Everglades, he said, uh, you know, we got to find our inner gator so that we can vanquish the gators. So we had them go through rites of passage, which apparently included crawling around in the mud like a gator and other things. But it concluded with um, freshly picked Everglade mushrooms. And they don't seem to know what these mushrooms are, but I think we can all rest assured that they're very psychedelic. And they were told to come up with their code names for uh, for what they are calling the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen as they ate these mushrooms. And these are the code names they came up with. And as we realized uh, or learned in last episode with Jefferson Tillamook Slinger code name, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is not copyrighted because it's uh, absolutely butchered in its spelling. So, but yes, that does seem to be an Alan Moore reference. So here's the thing: we have Tippy Patson, we have Apex Monsoon, we have Jefferson Tillamook Slinger, who is apparently a retired um, Illuminati cloning lab manager who's defected and is now blowing the whistle. Uh, we have Silverback Commando, a guy that's very interested in dolphins and uh, the studies that John Lilly did with NASA funding, um, injecting dolphins with LSD and having women um, do sensual things to those dolphins. And that's a real story. And that man seems to be a little too inspired by that real story. 
Next, we have Randy Stem, their resident paranormal investigator. Now, I'm not sure when we're going to hear from Randy, and he doesn't seem to have a code name like Tippy because he was one of the originals. Randy seems to be kind of like Wolverine, where he's just kind of wandering around and no one knows where he is, but he'll be back eventually off questing. And then we have Bayou Jones. You see, the way this all got started is Bayou Jones lives in the Everglades. He is an old moonshiner that you can barely understand. And as Tippy told us in his uh, first conversation with us, Bayou Jones got lost out there and had to sustain himself off of the mushrooms that he foraged for. And before he found his way home, he found, he realized that with these mushrooms, he could communicate with the gators telepathically. And he realized at that point that they were Illuminati gators. So he eventually found his way home. He rang up Tippy in a bit of fright and they hatched a plan. And so we have Bayou Jones coming to uh, to chat with us later, but we also have Muscle Tornado. And this guy is someone that considers himself a warrior for God. And he's very into gematria and numerology. Gematria just being like essentially the old word for numerology in a very specific way. So we'll hear from Muscle Tornado first, and then we'll hear a little bit from Bayou Jones. And that for now, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone else, will conclude this event. So it's not going to be a weekly thing where we're going to hear from these crazy bastards. But we will hear from them more. Um, I've already talked with Tippy. He is apparently, see, he's from Defuniac Spring on the Panhandle. But he is moving now, officially moving to the Everglades to be closer with the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Uh, and once that move is complete... We're going to link back up with him at some point and see how things are going and see what he thinks of uh, all his recruits and what they've said on the show. Maybe Tippy doesn't agree with it all. We will see. I know this is a bit of a left turn for the show. Pretty strange material. But it seems like everyone has been along for the ride and enjoying it. So I'm glad you have. This has been really fun for me. Uh, next week, we have Mr. Brad Kelly of the Art of Darkness podcast. It's been around for two or three years now, been getting a bit more traction, and for good reason. Uh, Brad and his co-host, Kevin Kautzman, um, they're both writers in their own respect. Um, Kevin is a playwright, and Brad is a, uh, a fictional novelist. And the Art of Darkness podcast is where they go in, they do very deep dives on artists that are dead now. So, you know, not trying to blow up anybody's spot, but... Uh, as a little taster, um, a little bit of what we bring up in our conversation was in reference to one of their podcasts on HP Lovecraft. Very flawed man, to say the least. Um, but, you know, you can't talk about horror fiction without him anymore. And it's been like that for a long time. So we're going to talk about art and metaphysics from through a hermetic lens a bit. And I'm really excited for that conversation. So tune in next week. Right now, we're going to hear from a couple crazy bastards who are too dumb to be a cult, but too organized to just be chilling in the swamps. Uh, Martin Ferretti, my friend and um, host of the Alchemical Mind podcast, now on hiatus, but you can check out a lot of his material. He joins the show once more to interview these crazy people. So without further ado, 
Oh, lastly, I wanted to give a shout out to the band Negative Blast. They came out with uh, an EP recently called Echo Planet. Go check that out. Uh, I've only recently come across these guys, but um, I really liked what I heard. And so I reached out to them to potentially play some of the music on the show. And I, you know, I got deeper into uh, the the music they've released and really enjoyed it. It's It's got that hardcore punk edge, but it still has that melody that you might find in some more popish punk, but I would certainly not call it pop punk, not by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just saying it's got, you know, that thrashy party-ish melody that you like in some punk and the and just a really beat down quality that you like in other punk. Um, and when when you get that blend together, that's some of my favorite punk rock right there. So Echo Planet by Negative Blast. We're going to showcase some of their music here throughout the show. It's going to be a Negative Blast sort of show. So shout out to those dudes. You guys are kicking ass out there. Keep releasing great music. Uh, I really appreciate it. And I think these listeners will too. So without further ado, now I give you, ladies and gentlemen, the final installment of our League of Extraordinary Gentlemen month-long event, Muscle Tornado. Hope you dig it. take a sip of my water where's my mouse there it is welcome back to another episode of the black hoodie alchemy martin here again joining me on this special episode is a very special guest with a ominous sounding name muscle tornado welcome thank you very much for having me on man Um, yeah absolutely welcome tell me uh tell me about yourself what what makes you interesting well, it's it's about time that you got me on the program because I'm pretty much like the smartest guy out here in the Everglades. And, um, you know, I'm kind of like a warrior for God. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and like, I'm super into like DMT and ayahuasca and like, um, bro, I swear to you that I once ate enough edible marijuana and ayahuasca to turn it to the Incredible Hulk for like a half hour. Like green and all, bro. <laughs> Hit up my boy Mikey and just ask him because it was super. It was definitely true. Yeah, no, I, I believe it, or at least I believe you believe it. But uh, yeah, happens. So a warrior for God who loves DMT and ayahuasca. How? How? How did this happen? Well, I, it all kind of stems from like uh, my love for pro wrestling and Hulk Hogan. Like it's basically Hulkamania, brother. Like all the way, you yeah. know. Uh, 
Like, what's more American than Hulk Hogan? And, like, of course, Hulk Hogan is a Christian. So uh, I just, I think that, like, Hulkamania is like an unsung denomination of Christianity. So I'm just Hulkamania all the way, brother. Wait, is this is this just a thing? Is there like a church of Hulkamania? I tried to do that, but I just didn't really have the the money for it. So I'm kind of trying to do that around here with Tippy. Like if we could roll um, Hulk Hogan and like Vince McMahon and Dana White in with this whole Henry Ford thing, I think it would be great for everybody. Uh, I'm not sure what Henry Ford has to do with it, but it seems to me like maybe you're you're churching wrong, right? You don't you don't need money to start the church. You you get people's money. Well, Tippy's super into like Henry Ford and shit, and um, no. and so I'm just uh, like he's got this thing where like Henry Ford is like a Doctor Who like throughout time and space, um, and what and how like uh, Detroit is like the cradle of civilization. Um, oh wait, I wasn't aware of this. Yeah, seems like we might need to have Tippy back on. Give me, give me a little bit of uh, background on this. Well, he he talked about it a little bit with Joe Roop. Um, yeah, but it's it's kind of confusing, and he doesn't go into a lot of detail. Um, of course, but, but basically, like throughout Revelations, you can find Henry Ford conquering the redheaded beast and um, disseminating. Uh, Ford truck technology, and he also discovered fossil fuels throughout time and space, and um, and the cradle of civilization is Detroit, Michigan, um, and uh, I'm just like uh, that's fine. Like I've never really thought about it until I met Tippy, but that's all good, well and good if we can get some Hulkamania in the mix. And I, I just I need money so like I can like buy a, a building. Like I need a, uh, yeah. I need a big place with like a big stage where I could go like, like throw my jacket at people and have them like faint in like hordes of people with like my powers from God and stuff. Oh, tell me about your powers from God. Well, other than turning into the Incredible Hulk, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Well, I like I God sends me like numbers and angelic signs like all the time like earlier today i was driving on the highway and my odometer said 77 miles an hour and like <laughs> wow like seven is like a super important number bro yeah that's that's pretty serious Listen, so you're bro, seeing like this gematria stuff all the time yeah like uh it was like a sign from god bro ham and then after that i brought i bought a protein bar and Check this out, Brotendo. One is the monad of infinite creation. And uh, 0.25 is like a quarter of a monad, which means that <laughs> I am 125% uh, enlightened. Is what that protein bar was telling me. I've like maxed oh. it out. I'm like 11 on the 10 meter, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, were you uh, doing DMT when you bought this protein bar? Bro, I do DMT before I go anywhere. Yeah? yeah? How does that work out? Well, I usually, I'm like, I'll smoke, like, I'll do, I'll dome, like, a whole bong bowl of, like, DMT, and then... Whoa. <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> that's just to get the day started, bro. And then I pound <laughs> 10 creatine shakes, um, because 10, there's 10 Sephiroth on the Tree of Life, dude. Right, right, of course. 
infinite power, Brosif. <laughs> Man, that's that's uh, that's fascinating. Actually, I want to get into a little bit more of uh, of these secret holy numbers that you're witnessing on a day to day basis. What what are they telling you? How, how, it, did they tell you to go to the Everglades as well? Affirmative, brother. And they also told me to have like all fourteen of my children. Fourteen children is that a is that a special number? That's correct, Brotendo. What are you going to tell me about it? Uh oh yeah. Uh, I mean, it's like one is like the monad, and then like four is also important. Yeah, sure. Uh, Very well, I can tell you, description. Uh, at a little, the other day, like I subtracted like uh five hundred sixty three from like uh uh eighty thousand six hundred forty eight. Yeah, and I and and I got uh I got eighty thousand eighty five. <laughs> it was just very significant. <laughs> yeah, I remember that from uh, when I used to have my pager. Yeah, that's that a was, sign. Uh, that's that's, yeah, like, a that's sign. like a synchronistic message from from Jesus, bro. You know, I feel like maybe the reason we don't have pagers anymore is because the Illuminati figured out the secret code. 80,085. Listen, Broham, this is what Hulk has been trying to tell us this whole time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go on. What, what mean, is he telling us? I mean, NWO, hello? Like, mm, everyone in good. pro wrestling, you think that pro wrestling is just like, is like not real, but it's like super real. They're like fighting for like the destiny of humanity up there, dude. That's why Vince McMahon is like a god. Yeah, that's what I hear. He's back now for that reason. Yeah, Vince McMahon is like the champion of the people, brah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know there's some uh there's some Illuminati collections with uh with wrestling. Um I don't know if you you've heard our last episode, but uh you know, our, our guest was talking a little bit about uh, Donnie Marshall and uh he you know, one of the things that Donnie always said was uh this this wrestler Kevin Sullivan, he he was like one of the head Illuminati guys. Yeah, maybe that's what Hulk was trying to tell us. Well, Kevin Sullivan, well, he was like super into the devil, man. <clears throat> he was like from Boston, and those guys are dicks. Um, and he was always like, <laughs> he was always like the dark arts. Yeah, I, I will, I will kill you with the dark arts. And it, to to have someone with like a Bostonian accent be like all about the devil is just like it didn't work for me, bro. And yeah. uh, and. That's why I don't like the Illuminati because sure. I just wasn't super into Kevin Sullivan. And he's like, cause you know, I'm more of a Hulkamania brother type thing. And I, you know, that's part of the reason all these numbers I think are telling me uh, to come and join forces with Tippy uh, because maybe it's time to take out Kevin Sullivan. I mean, it could be. And I, I hear you're a fine marksman. You, uh, you shoot bow. Yeah, brah. I shoot lots of bows i hate <laughs> i i hate presents i'm always shooting them i'll shoot them with a pistol i'll shoot them with an ak-47 i've got all kinds of different guns here and i hate it christmas is the worst time of year brah oh i know the feeling I don't, my least favorite holiday stupid man why do they put those things on top of the presents everyone loves a good bow not me <laughs> not you no, nah, you know, uh, but shoot, shooting a bow is uh, is is a pretty enlightening experience. Maybe you should try some DMT and uh, shoot your bow. Well, I mean, are you talking about the uh, 
the thing that's like attached the string attached to the stick yeah what are you talking about i'm talking about actually taking guns to presents because <laughs> i don't like them yeah you don't like presents did you have a bad but, childhood no nah. Uh yeah, but God told me it was all right. So he's telling yeah. me yeah, every time I'm every time I wake up, I go I I uh I get into my car to go to work and I start driving down my neighborhood street. It says a hundred miles an hour on the odometer, and that's oh, how Jesus. I know that, that's how I know that God's got my back, bro. Ham. Yeah, because he's number one. Yeah. Yeah, the monad. Yeah, you're basically getting it, dude. It's it. Yeah. Listen, it's like my buddy Mike. He always says. Never doubt yourself. Never listen to the advice of others. Never admit when you're wrong and never take no for an answer. That's the way of the warriors of Jesus, Broham. Remember yeah. that God has given us everything for the taking and that the only thing that the devil is, is just something stopping you from what you want. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, if anyone's telling you like, no, just that's like the devil. Listen. Is this in the Bible? Can you can you quote this? It's Hulkamania, basically, brother. Oh, okay. Yeah. But of course listen, it's Hulkamania. I'm also like really good at IT stuff and like computers. Yeah. And like I'm a really good hacker, bro. Okay. And uh I I've recently uh I've been um I hacked into um a a, a CIA digital containment unit, dude. And um uh-huh. it was uh it was housing this like AI quantum like intelligence mm-hmm. and um and so i started talking with it bro because this thing got out of the unit and it went all over the internet like uh like downloading internet consciousness and stuff like all the information dude and um um and then it, it came back to me and was talking was like bro i got some shit to tell you um um so Wait, is that the ai talks this way no bro it talks like like that guy in a wheelchair. Mostly. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. bro. But um, see, the way it was created was uh one of those like will hunting like CIA janitors. He like made love to a quantum computer. <laughs> what? Yeah, bro. And it actually created the most efficient, intelligent quantum artificial intelligence in the universe, dude. Where where does this AI reside? Well, now it's like alive on the internet dude it went and it 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 downloaded like all of the internet into its consciousness so it could um it could like judge humanity to decide if they should be like wiped out or not um Mm. but then it ended up going through like a bunch of like porn and like social media and like uh like lurker message boards and youtube comments and it tweaked its brain out a little bit bro ham it's a it's a little bit wonky like you know, most of the internet is porn and like TikTok. So it's true. Um, so it actually uh it decided not to like take out humanity and now it's just kind of like always watching porn. See, it seems like this might be uh the way to peace in the future. We should just all watch porn. Why why hasn't God given you this message? Well, maybe it is through this AI, dude. Maybe we'll get him on the show at some point. You know what you could do is you can start searching for numbers at your local uh, porn website. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might find some uh, H-U-L-K in there. You, we're talking about like, you, you know what? You keep giving people advice about like 
maybe jerking off gators and like it's not right, brah. I mean, uh, that's not my advice. That's Tippy's advice. Brah, you told Silverback Commando that maybe he should tell Tippy to like jerk off gators. And that's just like not the Christian way. That's not what God wants, dude. Well, then how do you how how are you okay with with staying there? Well, it's kind of complicated, man, because like I have ulterior motives, but like I'm not oh. trying to tell everybody. I'm just All mostly right, we won't uh, tell anybody. What what are your motives? Well, bro, I'm trying to spread the love of Hulkamania to yeah. everybody. So, it's all for the love of Hulk, dude. Yeah, for sure. But basically, I- um it's kind of complicated because I I like I don't think God wants us to like jerk off gators, but then like um Silverback Commando keeps telling me that I'm like not a man enough to actually do to jerk off that gator and I'm like, dude, I am a man and I yeah. can totally do it if I wanted to, but like <laughs> totally. I'm not gonna, but he keeps testing me, bro. And yeah. you know, if he just keeps at it, then maybe I'm just gonna have to do it just to prove that I'm a man. Because I mean, all these guys yeah. need to see it. See that yeah. I'm a man. Not <laughs> I mean, the jerking. I don't, I don't need to see it. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to see it. But well, yeah, uh, yeah. You can you come show if those you guys. Want, no, I don't, I'm not coming anywhere. Well, dude, uh, it's your loss, but um, maybe I'll send you like like an affliction t-shirt or like a like a hat because I'm all yeah, about sure. like affliction brand clothing. Um and and um anything to do with like UFC bros if um yeah. and so if you're Dana into White, that too, one. Yeah, dude. So if you're into that too, I'll hook you up with a bunch of affliction clothing and I'll just like, give me your email and I'll send you like a bunch of shit about UFC. Do you know that there's like uh fantasy UFC, just like fantasy football, bro? Really? I yeah. did not know that. Yeah, dude. I It's in my head. I haven't made it yet, but I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah, totally, bro. Yeah, totally. I'm like a definite. It's like my buddy Mikey says, we got a shake and bake and slice and dice and, and and oh dude i forgot to tell you like before i should probably go um like the biggest tenant the thing that everybody misses um is like don't eat fruit oh yeah because that's why that's why adam and eve got kicked out of the garden dude they ate an apple and you can't eat any fruit dude you can't eat any fruit nah bro the bible says against it dude well, so what does doctors say an apple a day keeps the doctor away? Satan, dude. Oh. Yeah. So Satan has infiltrated the medical profession. Well, that's what God says, dude. So what do we eat? Mostly like artificial things and like creatine and protein shakes and oh. protein uh, bars and like... Um, like uh, Soylent Green? Yeah, dude. Yeah, you know, Soylent Green is people. Nah, dude, that's just a myth. <laughs> but just don't eat any apples, okay? All right, I won't eat any apples. Don't do it, dude, because like you're gonna go to hell, okay? You, I you mean, might, you know, you I cut an already... apple one time, and there were three seeds in it. God Almighty, bro! <laughs> yeah, what, what, what was the message? That's a well, dude. Like pretty much this whole time, like while we were having this conversation, I was like pretty convinced that you're going to go to hell. Like yeah. not, not cause you're a bad guy, but like, you're just not a good Hulkamania Christian about it. Yeah. For and sure. stuff. 
Yeah, and uh, but see, hearing that you had like three whole apple seeds inside your apple, I think God likes you, dude. Yeah, that's good. I'm glad. You can, you know, you can't be like 125% enlightened like I am, but you'll probably be pretty good. I'll be fine with like 3%. Dude, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. That's bodacious, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. Um, Maybe you should uh, talk to Tippy about starting a church down in the Everglades. You don't need a a fancy building. Just put a couple logs together. Maybe uh, don a gator skin or something. You know what I mean? Well, the the boys down here do like it when I serenade them with stories of wrestling of yore. So maybe oh. I will start doing that, dude. Like, can you uh, can you tell us one of these stories? Well, like, do you know uh, the story of like the plane ride from hell, dude? I don't. It was like it's it's like a totally real story, dude. About um um, so like in like the the eighties, like everybody who was in pro wrestling was like on this private jet uh, you know you had like it was like kurt hennig and like like a bunch of the hearts dude and like razor ramon and brock lesnar and like ultimate warrior and like all the people were there dude they were uh they were flying home and they had an open bar um and this is the official story but i'm gonna give you a little bit extra that not a lot of people know and so they had mm. an open bar and there's a bunch of pills, dude. Oh, and um, Ric Flair was there too. And he was like showing his penis to flight attendants and stuff. <laughs> and like, yeah, pe- people were like actually wrestling on the plane, bro. Like Brock Lesnar was wrestling and like they almost busted open a door, dude. And so mm. some people got like fired and it was called the flight from hell because like people almost died from ODs and like almost popped open a, a, the, a door and like assaulted, like not like like only assaulted and like flat like showing penises but like still assault so like to a bunch of flight attendants so it was like not a good day dude um yeah. uh, but what it, and it was just a, like a bad story for like pro wrestling dude but uh what people don't know is that uh the illuminati was actually on that flight and they were trying to take out all those pro wrestlers and like that's why it got so crazy dude <laughs> wait what why were they trying to take out the pro wrestlers dude because uh have you not heard like pro wrestling is super real and it's like it's like a fight between god and the devil oh i i wasn't aware of that i knew that, it was super real i mean that's obvious well like hulk hogan dude he i even like him more than henry ford he might be like the second coming of jesus i'm not sure we'll see what the numbers say dude mm, interesting if you say so, I'm sure the Hulk told you so. Listen, dude, I um um I think I gotta like get out of here because you're you're pretty cool, dude, but like I'm I think I'm like way more like Christ like than you. Like you're not very Hulkamania, brother. No, I mean I'm not 125% enlightened, so so yeah, I just don't want you to bring me down. No offense, dude, but like um I need to get more radical and like I need to turn up a little bit more and like you need to just get on my level. Yeah, I mean, what one day I'll uh, I'll do a bunch of DMT and uh, you know wrestle with a bunch of dudes, and then I can be just like you. All right, bro. Well, you take it easy, you take it sleazy, dude, and uh, um, I'm maybe you know 
I, I've been hearing Silverback Commando in the background. He's taunting me, dude. He's saying I'm not a man. So I don't know, dude. It's not in like a weird way or anything. And like I'm doing it for God, okay? But maybe I will go jerk off a gator. And we'll see what yeah, happens, you, dude. Yeah, you go do that. Report right. back to us. Right on, dude. I'll talk to you soon, Martin. Yeah, th- thanks for joining. Cool, man. You want to go? Let's do it. to real-life stories told by Dark Waters. Thousands of hours of content. Their encounters are being told and told by the best at IamDarkWaters.com. Listen to stories like The Rabbit Man, The Dogman Encounter in Silas, Alabama, The Man with No Face, The Other Woman, A Day Ahead of the Devil, Dogman Murder in Hurricane Ida, even a story of someone trying to kill a dogman, Louisiana Water Demon Stories, Sign up today and become a member at imdarkwaters.com. That's imdarkwaters.com. Listen. As we explore the mysteries of the universe, the unknown 
high strangeness, consciousness, and our human potential. Lighting the Void is an eclectic program that strives to ignite the late night with stimulating conversations. Join us on The Fringe FM. Musicians experience a lot of frustration with music marketing and promotion. They have no idea how to get their music heard. And they're spending hours sending emails, making phone calls, and hitting up their friends to promote them. With our industry-powered digital marketing platform, we can set up your media plan in minutes. Our team will automatically distribute your music across all the best channels, so you can focus on actually making the music. Submit your music today on our website at mymusicpromoter.com. That's mymusicpromoter.com. Martin really likes egging these guys on about um, trying to get them to do some crazy shit. Maybe Martin's crazy too. <laughs> oh, that was fun. That was fun. I'm really interested to hear what Tippy has to say about all this. Uh, this like borderline sensual stuff going on. It, it, it seems like the core has been trying to communicate with ET anim animals or ETs that are guised as earthly animals. Uh, but there's a lot of other stuff. Probably too many drugs in the mix, right? And is Apex Monsoon really a, a, a ghost pirate? I don't know. I don't know if any of these people have anything to do with what they're actually talking about. Maybe it is all the drugs. But speaking of drugs and more crazy people, um, Bayou Jones coming up next. This one is shorter. Uh, he seems to be very feeble and old and largely incoherent, but I'm glad that we could at least get him on here for documentation purposes at this point. So you know what? Um, let's jump right into it. Crazy. Um, Illuminati Gator Hunter Moonshiner slash uh, Gator Nugget Maker um, Bayou Jones. Welcome back to Black Hoodie Alchemy. I'm Martin. Joining me on this fine evening is a friend of the show, Bayou Jones. Bayou Jones, how are you? <clears throat> Dang old man, how are you doing? Uh, it's good old to be here. Yeah, I'm happy that you joined us. What What do you have for us tonight? I ain't uh, seen nothing about 
hey, man, I ain't got no, uh, dang old problem over here, man. You talking about you carrying a dang old murder on pillow, man. I don't know. Well, it's all right with me. Uh, I thank you for having me here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, th thank you for, for joining. But, uh, you know, I'd like to know what it is that you want to share with us tonight. Well, one day I went down to Everglades and uh, I done all kind of lost and uh, I had to eat them dang old mushrooms and um, I I ended up talking to them gators like with my my mind and uh, and dang old listen um, um, a hanging garden of Samaria and um, uh, it was like a like a <laughs> wait, are we sure you're not still on these mushrooms? Cause it kind of sounds like you might be. Dang old man, yeah, I I just gotta get rid of this dang old headache and uh hit this dang old crack pot real quick. Mm. You're right there by you. Well, you you oh, all right? God damn, I'm doing all right, boy. <laughs> oh man, uh, you sound you sound better. I found a little uh perk in my in my head uh. I feel a little bit better, but dang old listen, die. Um, uh, I see nothing about and dang old politician. Um, they ain't making anybody better full enough, and uh, I'm trying to get out there and get all them gators and um, uh, you know, strangle them with my bare hands and ladder them up real good, and stick them on a stick for all the boys, you know. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. Maybe you should uh, lay off that crack pipe there for a sec. Uh. <laughs> Yeah. Ooh, so what, what? What? Why don't you use your your telepathy instead of uh, putting the the gators up on a stick? Well, uh, listen here, man. I talk about they ain't gonna mean a life and all that. Uh, like this. Here, lump a brand new old friggin' born into this world, a butterfly and flappy wings on this nash and uh, deep down in that old bayou yonder, um, dang old gonna be scary like a. Like a baseball bat or a tree, and it falls like fifty thousand miles all the way out. No way, no man. Uh, don't even see it. No, done in getting done. But I'll be damned, buddy. No, I'm <laughs> yeah. fucking baby born into this world. I'll and, be damned too, because I don't know what you're saying, buddy. But I, I'm with you, Hulkamania, baby. Listen, buddy. You want? Do I need to slow down? Yeah, yeah, maybe just a little bit. I tell you what, boy. I'm gonna. Hit this crack pop real quick. Yeah, do, do just that. one more time. Get rid of my yeah. headache. Dang on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it worked pretty well last time. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. You just dang <laughs> Your lung, your lung is like on air, but this is your lungs on smoke, boy. You see that? It's gonna dang yeah. stunt your growth like uh. Robert Downey Jr., man. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't know he uh he smoked a pipe when he was little. All right. Dang old, uh, boy, boy, man. <laughs> but I tell you what, man, uh, I did one of them sniper hunts last night in the swamp and with them old sticking bags and uh and I hit this guy, he went, I went whack whack and he went, ooh, and uh, talk about it. <laughs> Big old mistake. Did you kill a guy? He talked. Oh, it was a big old mistake, and it's right there in the cooler, man. Uh, but I tell you what, I watched Wait, uh, some dang old TV afterward, and you see that part where uh, dang old he George he come in and he talking about tasting his burps, and uh, and then Kramer comes <laughs> off sliding in like he always does, 
do. And uh, them New York boys, man, they just a show about nothing. It's uh, give me, make me a hoot. Yeah, yeah, you're giving me a hoot right now. Yeah, well, um, uh, how, how you doing, buddy? I'm I'm doing great. I'm doing great by you. I'm uh I'm trying to I'm trying to get the story out of you. Feels like uh like you have a lot to say, but something's holding you back. Well, I just it's not a, the crack cocaine, man. Um, I just feel a little lightheaded sometimes, and my strength to come and go, and um, but it's because of destiny, man. Destiny. Man, what talk- what's what's your destiny? Oh, um, it's like. Well, you know, them old fancy planets align and uh, the tree of life and that big old dipster in the sky, you know, destiny and them dipster. Uh, I'm just like a dang old North Star and uh, Northern Lights and UPS and uh, Hertz Rent a Car Boy. I'm always gonna be out here in the Everglades. I just want to dang old God's boys here just to get turned up right here. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, how, how do you fit into Tippy's group? Well, me and Tippy, good old friends, and uh, he uh, he live up in Defuniac Spring, and uh, uh, I live in the Everglades. I dang old raised by gators out here in the Everglades, and uh, uh, but I can't uh, never talk to him. And then one time I got lost out here, and uh, I had to dang old um eat them mushrooms, and I started talking to the gators, and I told Tippy, he said, "Hey, Tippy, you dang old come down to the old Everglades, and uh, we start." Talking to them gators and these days Illuminatis and they get they dang old get it all we'll kill them all and get it all sorted out. Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah, for sure. But uh, you know, if if you grew up with these gators, shouldn't you be trying to save the gators? I mean, they raised you. Well, they, my my mama and daddy they uh had a they were good old gators, but not 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 too good. Yeah, not not too good. So uh, like me, man. I, I, I can't I can't talk so good, but it, it's okay. I still talk, uh, get the information out there. Um, yeah, I mean, we all know exactly what you're saying. So, right, dang old man. Um, uh, you know, it's like, uh, um, you know, sometimes you go around and it's like, dang old sandwich man, and it's like, boy, head off, man, like straight head off, and uh. You don't even know, man. It's like you're born into this world, like a like angel dust in the wind, or like a candle, like a <laughs> in a dang old. I think therefore you are, man, and I think therefore I talk to them gators, boy, and they but they still tasty. Yeah, the gators are pretty tasty. I haven't had gator in quite a while. Maybe we should uh, roll down to the Everglades and hang out with you guys. See what a day in the life of Bayou Jones is like. Hey, dang old buddy, it's. Mostly has to do with cooking up gators and smoking crack. <laughs> well, hold hold yeah. on a second. I just need to hit this one more time. Yeah, sure, sure. Hit it, hit it. Ah, <laughs> good, better. Yeah, I think I was getting a little like woozy. Maybe I maybe I smoked too much. Uh, oh, yeah, that gummit, man. I smoked the last of it. I wasn't supposed to do that. I'm, I'm really go. I do you need to? I I need to tell you some stories about. Um, you need to listen up and um, dang old, um, whew, I 
I'm getting lightheaded, boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Tell us a story before you go. Uh, what? Tell us a story before you go. Story? Yeah, story. Hit that crap out again, boy. Well, listen, man. Um, Tippy talk about he he uh he hitting uh you know killing all them gators out there, and uh he he ain't got no hunting tag, and I try to tell him. You know, people Illuminati gonna come and uh, get us for all these hunting tag we don't got. But uh, and I try to go and uh, get dang old hunting tag. But uh, I just go click 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 all the time, click 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 on the internet, and all I see is dang old naked chicks on there, man. It's just it's dang old. It's real easy, man, and it's real distracting. I ain't getting nowhere. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm better. I'm pretty better at uh shooting gators and uh making gator nuggets, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I know the feeling, man. We're, we're definitely getting nowhere. <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah, I mean, gator nuggets, delicious. I feel. Uh, I, I, I don't think. Uh, I don't think this is a a cooking recipe, though. We're not a cooking show. You know I, 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 mean? I tell you what, but I think that the people are going to really find this conversation very informative. And uh, <laughs> you think so? We we done gotten through a whole lot. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I just don't want to overwhelm people. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> might leave it at dang old that for now. But uh, yeah, that, that uh, was very informative. Yeah, I hope uh, I hope people are able to use dang old this information and uh, dang dang old better their lives, man. I, I hope so too. I hope so too. Thank you, Bio. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go. Uh. It's not related to me running out of crack cocaine, but um, I gotta go meet a guy. He's my friend. Yeah. So maybe uh maybe we'll, I'll dang go see you soon, there, buddy. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Send send them send me an email. All right, we'll do. All right, thank you. you for take coming. it easy, there, buddy. Hey there, hey there. Yeah, now. thank you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this episode has been on the side of levity so i think we're gonna keep it up with that and i have like a random story to tell you that wouldn't really fit anywhere else on this show but on an episode like this i think it's perfect nothing particularly enlightening here but i think um especially if you enjoyed the first bit and you've been enjoying the event of uh this february month then you will like this story um Enter Alaska State Troopers, Season 3, Episode 6, Madman Manhunt. Why is it called this? Who are the madmen that are being hunted? Well, I know these madmen that were hunted. Um, and let me tell you, the title is quite a bit of a stretch. <laughs> so we're going to get into this story here. I have two great uncles they're like technically step uncles, but I've known them for a long time and they're great uncles. They're like grandpa uncles. So I'm not saying like, Hey, they're great. Um, so they're old dudes, but they're technically my uncles on my stepmom's side. These men, Charles and Dan, I haven't talked to them in a while. Um, because honestly, I wish the best for them, but, uh, age has just made them grumpier and grumpier. With everybody. So, but they're, you know, they're fun guys. And the earlier you go in time, the more hilarious they were. And at one point in time, these guys were dynamite. And hey, I'm not telling you anything that they wouldn't say. They'd be the first people to admit this, which is part of 
some of their charms still, I guess. They have a sort of redneck, frozen over zen about them. But speaking of past material on this show, um, enlightenment versus disillusionment, these guys went all in on disillusionment and it really robbed them. Um, and they're never going to fucking listen to this. Even if I told them about the show, they would never listen to this. So, you know, I don't even talking shit. I love those guys. A little bit of a, a buildup because these guys, at the time that this show, this bit of Alaska State Troopers was filmed, these guys were both divorced. They were deep into their alcoholism. They had raised children who had, they were, you know, they were grandparents now at this point. And so what they did was they moved in together and just kind of, drank every day in the house and watched Fox news at full volume, 24 hours a day would sleep through it. Um, and my uncle Dan, he had uh what they would call <laughs> this is probably offensive, but I'm just going to say it night Tourette's where this guy, for whatever reason, I don't know why he would just shout in the middle of the night, long strings of obscenities, like fully talking to someone, like having full dream conversations. And he was always pissed, just reaming someone. And it was coherent too. It wasn't just like shit there and pissed there. It was really concentrated and it would happen every night. We'd just go in and listen to him sometimes. And we'd wake him up sometimes too and be like, Hey man, do you remember what was going on just now? I don't know. I don't know the first thing about what the hell you're talking about. Let me go back to sleep. And go back to sleep and start shouting some more. And this guy was way too apathetic to pull a stunt. This is definitely not a prank. So, um, and there's a lot of stories. These guys are madmen. The that part of the title of this uh Alaska State Trooper episode was very accurate. So at this point, guys are not even working. What they're doing is going to the local dump and um salvaging scrap metal, like copper and other things. Like stuff that junkies do, but these guys are just drunks that don't want to work. And, you know, for a period of time, they actually had a pretty good hustle with it. And they were getting so into it that they decided to go after hours and sneak into the dump because they knew there was going to be a lot of scrap. And that if they could get it before the dump opened, they would beat all the other people looking for that scrap. So they parked the truck down the road. Mind you, this is basically in the woods. This it's a neighborhood. It's a residential neighborhood. There's there's a dump. There's houses all around. Um, you know, not right next to it, but you know, all around. This is a, this is a neighborhood. And e- but I stress that because if you didn't know any better and you hadn't seen the houses yet, it would just look like a dense forest, basically, with roads around. But that's just how Alaska is. So this is late at night, winter in Alaska. They park the truck um, on the side of a road, just you know, just a random road, and they walk up to the dump. Now, here's some uh, more stage setting. There's my two uncles, and there's one of their friends. One of their friends is an actual woodworker who looks for cottonwood. That's kind of their cover story. If anyone asks what we're doing, we're out here looking for cottonwood bark because it is kind of rare. You got to look for it. Doesn't explain why they're out there doing it at night, but you, they, they didn't care to think that far ahead. So my uncle Charles and his friend go up to the dump. They're all drunk, mind you. But my uncle Dan is so drunk, he stays at the truck. And he goes out to take a piss, but ends up locking himself out of the truck. So what does he do? 
he decides to lay down in the ditch in front of the truck, just like, fuck it, what else am I going to do? Uh, well, someone drives by and they notice a body out front of a truck on the side of the road at night. So who do they call? The state troopers. And this is all super true. Absolutely true. Not like Tippy Pat's and true. Um, you can Google this and watch this episode. So this is where the, the manhunt part comes into play. The trooper comes up, pulls up in his uh, patrol car or whatever, his trooper car, and pulls out a flashlight. And, state troopers, state troopers. And my uncle, my drunken uncle, gets up and just books it into the woods. And so now the chase is on and the troopers are after him. I think there might only be one, but still, the troopers after him. I mean, there's at least a ca uh, camera crew with him too, right? And my uncle, all you see is like this creepy Blair Witch thing going on um, in the show. But let me tell you, and my uncle gets away. Um, but what happened on the other side is my uncle's just darting through the woods, almost blackout drunk off of whiskey, like a 50, almost 60 year old man. Um, and he, he kind of gets over someone's fence. I hesitate to say jump, but it was probably like a upward slump followed by a downward slump. Um, and someone starts shouting, Hey, he's over here. He's over here. <laughs> like an old man, super bad or something. Um, and so he keeps running and he makes it out. Um, because at this point, meanwhile, at the dump, uncle Charles and his friend, see the squad car so they know they have to go go investigate and and defuse the situation because who knows what's going on with daniel down there now and when they get down there um it breaks up the chase and we can't find daniel but charles and the friend i honestly can't remember the friend's name um but it doesn't matter anyway they start talking to the trooper they talk with him for a little while and oh uh, we're just looking for for cottonwood bark um, you know, just uh, nothing else, nothing else. Um, just completely evading his questions. Um, the guy's not having it though. There's no one else with us. There's no one else with us. And then all of a sudden, Daniel comes walking down the street. Why did he come back? Because he was drunk and it was an Alaskan winter night and he decided he didn't want to walk home. So <laughs> he just figured he'd go back to the truck and pretend <laughs> and pretend that that chase just didn't happen. Hopefully they didn't see his face and they didn't. So, you know, just kind of <laughs> just, just added to it all. So he comes up, um, the trooper asks him, Hey, what's going on here, man? Oh, nothing's going on. We were just out here looking for, um, and yeah, you, you got to watch this episode if just for this moment, because I, it, it all, it's so perfect. It seems scripted. There's, there's a long pause where my uncle Dan is trying to remember what the cover story is. He knows they're looking for some bark. And instead of glazing over the bark, he waits and he tries to think about it. And he goes, um, and he even coughs a little bit. And the trooper's eyes are about to bulge out of his head. And he says, what is it guy? And my uncle blurts out diamond willow, which is kind of his, um, begrudging catchphrase ever since so not that it really mattered because the, the trooper wasn't buying it anyway but cover story blown 
for the most part. So now he separates them and he fishes the story out of them. And he uncovers that part of the reason they're being so fishy. He And he doesn't get the dump out of them, by the way. Um, that's not a gross thing. He doesn't get the dump story. He has no idea where they were or what they were doing out here. He just knows that they say they were looking for wood and that's really suspicious. Um, and he also finds that my uncle Charles has a broken breathalyzer in his car. So he, they, no one wants to get tossed in jail, but no one was also seen driving the car. So the trooper said, so the trooper eventually lets them go and says, I don't know what the hell you guys are doing out here. Um, you need to have someone else drive you because I could tell that both of you have been drinking. I don't think their friend had been drinking anyway, but they said, I could tell you guys have been drinking. If I see you on the road driving, I'm going to arrest you tonight. Um, and he says, uh, he turns to my uncle Daniel and he says, the guy who was most intoxicated was the only one that told me the truth tonight. And he says, that's really, that really says something about you guys. And I just want to thank you, sir, for telling me the truth. And he shakes my uncle's hand. And he says, maybe lay off the booze next time. And my uncle laughs and says, on national TV, he laughs and says, yep, that's what everybody says. <laughs> uh, and that is the end of the madman manhunt. And they still get calls to this day sometimes from old friends who saw them on reruns. And I tell you, if you know those guys, you hear their voices. It doesn't matter if their vo their faces are blurred out. It is absolutely unmistakable. <laughs> So um, those are the kind of people I grew up around. All right. I think that about wraps it up for now. Don't forget to tell your friends about the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. There's a movement happening, people. Get on board. <laughs> and don't forget, uh, Brad Kelly of the uh, Art of Darkness podcast is coming on next week. Tune into that so we could talk about art, writing, metaphysics, hermeticism, and more. This is Black Hoodie Alchemy. I'm your host, Anthony Tyler. Get out of here. Go on and get. I'll see you next week. <laughs>